What's going on, everybody? This is Zach Wilson, and this is the Major Keys Podcast. We're just talking to keyboard players about music life and everything in between. And today, we have a special guest, Julian Wilson. going on bro no relation what's going on that's a, that's the thing i'm like but we do we know that no i know, know right that yet because you ah. do we really know are do we sure are we certain i i uh yeah so like bro how i came about you um ashley pointer posted you on her stories or something like one day it was a few years ago mm-hmm. i'm like bro dude's killing and like we have the same name and i'm ah, mm-hmm. i gotta i gotta like see what's up you know so and I'm like, bro, like, dude's just, you know, like, yo, it's just, it's just the guy, like, you know, I'm like, man, like, super, super talented in my, in my opinion, bro. But like, who, who, who are me to be like the authority? But I'm like, yo, I was like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, yo, homie's just like, homie's just dope, bro. And so like, you know, I followed you and like, that was like maybe a year, maybe two years ago. And like, you know, we've just been like mutual supporters since then. So for everyone watching, this is the first time that we just met for real, like, having like an in-person verbal conversation yeah 10 minutes ago no for sure so yeah uh but no this should be this should be fun but yeah man how goes life life is good life is interesting um i'm kind of in this like in-between space and just life i just finished school so woo. oh man so (laughs) so tell me about so tell me about uh Tell me about that. You went to Berkeley College of Music. Yeah. So you're done. Um, sh- you're done. Should I just give an introduction real quick? Or just... I mean, like, I was going to, yeah, yeah, give me, oh. the, I was, I was going to start from the top, top, and then, like, work our way up. But, like, you know, well, let's just start from the top. How'd you, uh, so, yeah, uh, the name of the hospital you were born at, Social Security. Right. Number. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last four digits or the whole thing? Okay. Uh, no, we need the whole thing. And your credit card, front, <laughs> front and back. The one that has the money on it. The, don't give me the we're musicians no i'm kidding <laughs> ah. <laughs> but nah man how'd you get um how'd you get started playing and all that and all that sort of stuff bro? um it's kind of a fun story um i you know everybody's like i've always played the piano you know that's always a thing but um yeah i have i have always played i think um my neighbors actually um Shout out to Mr. Larry and Miss Joanne. They gave me my first uh, keyboard when I was like little. Um, I must have been like two or three, and they gave me this. Uh, it was this old like Yamaha PSR keyboard. It was like sixty-one keys. It was cute, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I started playing on that. But my 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 inspiration for playing was my minister of music, um, who I now have the pleasure of calling my mentor and all such things. It's actually her birthday today. Um, Dope. But. Um, she was actually ordained as minister of music the same year I was born, like a month after I was born. Um, and there's pictures of me. She she had lots at the time. So there's pictures of uh, me with like a shoestring on my head because I was imitating her. Like, because when she would, she's like, she's, she, she's so spirited when she plays and like her locks would be swinging around and she was just really into it, right? Yeah. And so there's pictures of me at two and three emulating that. And I, I would like turn on her CDs and like, I knew like where the, the kicks were and I knew where like, the different parts were so like at a really young age I was like picking up her stuff um uh and it helped because like my dad was a music teacher um and my mother she sings and she was in bands and stuff so I had I was kind of always surrounded by it yeah um so without really trying I was just kind of falling into that space even as a as a little one um I definitely took piano lessons f- as a child like f- from like kindergarten to like second grade but then I stopped and I actually played clarinet all through okay. elementary school. Yeah, I stopped okay, playing right. piano altogether. Interesting. Um, yeah, and I played clarinet because my mother played clarinet. And so there was one in the house. I was like, why not? Um, then I stopped and around fifth grade, I decided that I was going to like actually learn again. Okay. Um, and yeah, just very slowly just learning and obviously being at church helped a lot. And just, again, watching um, my mentor because she didn't know that she was my mentor. That's the fun part. Mm-hmm. um because now I sound just like her um or I can you know and mm-hmm. um just slowly watching her and picking up what she was doing subconsciously I slowly began to realize that like you're really like kind of doing this 
Yeah. Um, and then, you know, life has blossomed and, you know, things have happened since then. But that's kind of the basis of it really is that I subconsciously watched her do her thing and she didn't realize I was watching. And then one day just popped out and here we are. Bro, that's interesting. So you came from a, so you had a musical family sort of, sort of yeah, vibe. It's, it's, it's a musical family vibe. I, it's interesting because um, it wasn't like a, like a force kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of something that just kind of happened. I think it wasn't a, like I saw, like what I saw growing up was like, my dad was big into like big bands. So like I grew up, like I, he had like Count Basie, Count yeah. Basie big band or like every Oscar Peterson performance ever. What does um, he play? He plays sax actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I grew up hearing that from him, but then I grew up hearing all sorts of stuff from my mom too, but it was never like Julian, you're going to play it just kind of fell into that yeah. so yeah there's definitely music and art that runs in my family for sure man that's dope that's dope so so like you say you started picking it back up in like say fifth grade or like yeah so did you know like oh this is what i want to do in life for real like when did that come about like oh i want to do music for real like for a um I think that that decision comes in waves almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think so in fifth grade, the reason why I started playing again in fifth grade was I sang for the first time with one of our, there was like a choir or something. Um, and it, it felt nice to actually be back in that place. Cause I wasn't originally like going to be a part of it. And then I kind of, I ended up joining at the last second to like sing with them for this thing okay. um and i realized how much i was enjoying it so much more than you know band although i was like i could play the instrument mm -hmm. um and so that's when i realized that i was going to go take that keyboard out because it was it had been sitting in like a storage room so I, I grabbed that same keyboard that my neighbors gave me pulled it back out and then beat the crap out of it like by the time it was done like <laughs> uh like keys were smashed in half like it oh, was like, i mean i gave it the business you know um all but 61 yeah, keys all 61 of them it was unweighted it was a good time no sustain pedal it was real it was yeah it was it was it was a moment um but yeah and i just i i don't think i did it thinking i'm going to do this i just it uh -huh. it was something that i just felt led to doing that felt like what i should be doing i guess in that moment yeah got you so really um pushed me to do it right 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 that that's that's cool that's cool so like when is it like oh i'm gonna go to school to learn for mm -hmm. like music like when is when is that i mean high school um i by the time i was in high school i was kind of working and like really kind of like starting to like kind of get out there yeah um, i was like so you so you what kind of gigs were there like when you were in in high school what kind of where are you from you're oh i'm from yeah. fort washington maryland i live right outside dc Okay, got you, got you. Um, yeah. So, okay, I'll go back to timeline then. Um, mm -hmm. started playing at church around eighth grade. Um, yeah. I was over a young adult worship team at the end of my freshman year, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but around that same time, I started, um, playing with my high school choir. Um, who we were actually like, like we traveled like a lot. Like we played the White House twice, I think. Oh wow! Um, yeah, yeah. We've in like, front of the president, I've, or you were just at the White House. President Obama apparently was upstairs. He couldn't come down because it was a public tour. But like, I played like the the grand piano that this picture was like Michael Jackson sitting at. There's like the Steinway that was gifted to them. Yeah. Wow. Um. Life in high flex. school, life flex. You know, it's crazy. Flex. Um. Yeah, you know and, Obama was upstairs while I was on the keys. Because you know, yeah. Uh, you know. So I've so I've so I've heard. Um. Yeah, like we've traveled like cross country, done like festivals and things all over the place. Like, um, and you're like 13, 14, maybe at the time. Uh, I would have been 14, 15 when I started that. It's dope. Um, and the reason that came about, I was in ROTC originally and I wasn't in piano class and I switched into this piano class and there was like 30 kids in the class. And so the teacher's like, Why are you here? Pretty much because he's like, My class is full. Why are you here? So then I played for him in front of the whole class and then he puts me. Um, I played, what did I play? I played Total Praise, I think, actually. 
And so then he goes and posts it on Facebook and tags Richard Smallwood. Great time, right? And yeah. so then he adopts me into the choir. And so I start accompanying accompanying them. And that was so that was a lot of the gigs that we did in high school, a lot of churches and stuff. Yeah. Um, I eventually got involved with a organization that I work for now called Fame. Um, it's a nonprofit and mm -hmm. we did a lot more corporate stuff too, like Pepco, UPS, like a lot of corporate, you know, uh political yeah. gigs for sure that kind of yeah. thing man cool bro cool so so high school you're doing all this gigging you played at the white house all this sort of uh choir stuff all of this and that and so you go to the esteemed berkeley college for context i went i went to berkeley five week i went to five okay. week in 2014 okay but yeah but anyway i didn't i didn't end up going like for real for real but mm -hmm. like the time that i spent there was great and i still mm -hmm. have friends that i met there and it's you know i learned i learned a lot because it really opened my eyes to like being yeah. into like like the possibilities for being a full-time musician and like what music school is like too mm -hmm. like that gave me a taste like i went to Kennesaw state university for school and i graduated yeah. a few years ago so you went to berkeley college of music and what actually was your major um i majored in contemporary writing and production i am a keys player but i'm a producer that's really kind of what i leaned into um mm -hmm. so yeah i majored in contemporary writing and production what was my minor it was a production minor i don't remember <laughs> hey man as um, long as as long as you log on and this says 100 percent complete you you that transcript whatever. says conferred yeah yeah um yeah i went to berkeley on a full tuition scholarship actually which is yes sir that's, um, how you, that's how you do it. I don't, and what's it's what's so wild about that? Um, when I got so back to high school, um, there's a guy there that was two years older than me that I used to play drums with a lot. His name is Christian, um, and he went to Berkeley two years ahead of me. Um, and there was a lot of people from DC that I knew that were up there, and so it really wasn't on my radar until I traveled there January of 2019 when I graduated high school, and mm -hmm. I visited. I was like, oh, this would be kind of cool, and then I went and I met people there. And I met the man who was actually, I met the man who did my actual audition beforehand without okay. us knowing. Um, rest in peace to Jeff Ramsey. But man, um, yeah. he ended up doing my audition. So we had a great time in the audition, had a great time in the interview. And then I just randomly opened the package and it was like, you get, they, they, they worked it so that it wasn't labeled full tuition, but the, the amount was exactly what the cost of tuition would have been. Wow. That's that's how crazy it was. They worked it like they gave me two things so that it would total the tuition amount. That's crazy, man. Congrats on that. Yeah. Real quick, you said Christian. What does he play? Christian Sessoms. He plays drums. I might have just met him. Oh. I might have just met. Was he in Atlanta for the? I, I don't think he was. You met. I met because I, I saw I met, you playing with like I'm, Will and Bobby and. I met. I met this. I met this guy named Bobby. He plays keys. Bobby. Bobby he, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Who cold. Um, Bobby's wild, but uh, yeah. Anyways, I might. I anyways, I I met a I met a drummer named Christian. It might okay. it might be him. It may not. But like, no, I played with Muhammad at this Berkeley City Music Center. Mm -hmm. I just saw Muhammad. Yeah, it was uh, but yeah, but it was uh, it was fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, bro, that's a that's a dope story. So, how was the music school experience uh for you? Um, music school experience was interesting. Shout out to the pandemic. Mm, um, oh yeah Ugh, yikes because yeah so it was it's it's wild the pandemic happened at the in the middle of my second semester so um they sent us home right after midterms my second semester and I didn't go back until my fifth fifth semester I finished the semester early so I went back my it must have been my fifth semester so I really only spent a semester and a half and then a year up in Boston because I, I from 2021 I did a I did straight through I did fall spring summer okay yeah um and then I was pretty much finished um but the music school experience what's interesting about Berkeley is that and the reason why I'm I vouch for it for certain people, but I vouch for it differently for others, is that it's a very industry, it mirrors the industry in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And that whereas some schools emphasize, you know, you'll be playing in bands and combis and, and that kind of thing. Berkeley's very much focused mm -hmm. on launching you as your own 
person in the industry, whatever that looks like. Okay. So you're not going to see as much. You, you don't see any big bands per se, unless the students put on a big band. Right. Um, but you do a bunch of shows and you do. Um, it's 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 definitely more of that kind of vibe, especially for me, because that's kind of what I want to go into. Um, so it was a lot of shows, a lot of performances, a lot of especially this past year, my, the past year that I was there. Yeah. Um, a lot of that. Um, on top of doing your major. So the Berkeley experience, I'm grateful for it. I think right. the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway is the network of people that I've been able to build. Um, cause I'm watching my friends just do wild stuff, yeah. um, in the industry. And that's mm -hmm. really cool to, to see. Um, yeah, it was a mixed bag cause the pandemic took half of it, but yeah, that is kind of, so like when the pandemic, you were doing like FaceTime lessons or like Zoom. Zoom lessons and it's just like, it's not really the same. Yeah. Sort of. And because, because, I mean, you have your one-on-one -on -one lessons, but you're doing a lot of, it's, it's a ton of theory, lots of harmony, mm. lots of, um, yeah, I hate Counterpoint, all that sort of Counterpoint, stuff. Yeah, you're doing all of that. Black. And then you're doing your major. My major had me doing lots of productions and things in, in the house pretty much. Um, right. And yeah. So pandemic, I mean, it was okay, but it would have been nice to be there. But I did get a lot of this past year that I was there. So I'm, I I mean, ultimately, I'm grateful to have been and to make right. the mark that I made there. So yeah, shout out to theory. I, I remember it was like after like, you know, because first semester, it's like, bro, this is okay, this is easy. Like keys, modes, sharps, flat. like, you know, like the easy stuff that like, you know, and then it's yeah. like, uh, and then they start getting into all the I don't remember, but it was like a 12 base. tone. 12 tone <laughs> matrices something like that i'm like no one no one listen like because no. i was i was like a like a jazz performance major but like mm -hmm. all of our classes weren't separated like when it came to theory and like rl skills and stuff like that it wasn't separated mm -hmm. like oh five i'm like that's just a two five one like y'all would over y'all overthink this like it two yeah oh five or five and then like, yeah sub five or four down I, to, i'm like okay I'm like, oh, it's a Two five one. It's a hey, two five. Hey, it's just a two five. Let's call it a day. Come yeah. on. Anyways. Um, yeah. The, all the all the an analyses on the top of the chart. Yeah. Man, like, and like digging in and just like, and then like you know like because you have to like SAT being like oh no this doesn't work because this can't move that way and this because the move voice crossing and the, yeah good times. I'm glad I'm done. I'm yeah, glad I'm done. And I got out right. I got out December 2019. So right wow. before everything. Right before everything went downhill, I, I got out. Yeah. And so, like, I had some friends who were still in school, and I'm like, y'all have to write papers for big band? I'm like, yeah, yikes. Well, hey, man, I'm, I'm out of here. But it did suck. I mean, like, the pandemic did kind of suck, but also, you know, it was, it was, it's a give and take. It was a give and take. So, yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, no, nah, that's, that's super interesting. So, so what's been up since you, um, graduated then? I've been taking a mental break. Hey. I've been taking a massive mental break. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Doing all that is hard. <laughs> I, I, I. Taking sixteen. First of all, the way Berkeley's credit system works is wild. Yeah. So sixteen credits is like nine classes. Yeah. So. And then none of these are like ensemble. These are like classes. Classes. No, these are classes. 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 And ensembles. Ensembles only one credit. So I'm taking like all these other classes. So I to go fall spring summer and do 16 each right and not to on mention of, these classes are probably not i know the walk i know the walk you got 160 and then like you got to go to boylston and then you got to go the other way so like these aren't in the like so just physically going to class too so like yeah and then i lived off campus 20 minutes from the building so that was a whole fun thing um yeah it just you get tired and then i was because i was gigging so much outside of there and like I was doing agency gigs over the summer, so that eats up your time. And so it was just you get tired. I'm agency tired. gigs is that like corporate gigs? Is that like weddings? Corporate and... weddings. That's a huge racket in Boston. Huge. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like we like here here they're called they're called corporate gigs. Mm, we call but it GB I, up there. But yeah, that's what Muhammad calls it. Muhammad be calling it uh, GB. So yeah, yeah, okay. So uh, so yeah, so the scene of so your um is that like your main scene like the corporate band sort of. It was when I was up there, like... for sure. I mean, the corporate, the GV gigs paid my bills, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I was doing a lot of um, just working with other artists because, like, 
I I made it a point to like because my ultimate goal is like to build artist relationships and being an MD for them and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was intentional about who I work with this year and working with people who are really trying to push. Um, our artist took me to Canada. We played at Oceaga in Canada this past summer, um, the yeah. August Festival. Um, that's the kind of interaction that I'm trying to build with people. Um, so those were the kind of gigs that probably didn't pay or didn't pay much, but mm-hmm. relationship-wise were useful. But on the side, every weekend, I was gone somewhere playing somebody's wedding and playing Taylor Swift. and Bro, shop. Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk. And... Uh, what is it? Valerie? Maybe? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, don't stop believing. Uh huh. Uh, what what else do we do? We always they dragged me for that because I was playing the ostinato part wrong once, and they're like, "You need to fix that." <laughs> oh wow! Like the uh, like like at the top of "Don't Stop Believing." Oh yeah. Then I was playing it wrong, and they're like, "Stop that." Oh, like like the people at the wedding, or like no, the people. No, no, no. In your they, the the band checked me. They're like, "You need to fix that." Oh man, that's funny because I'm like, it really like you know when you have. I mean, like, not to say that you have room to mess up on songs, but like when you have stuff and it is a, um, a mm-hmm. exposed. You need part, to play this part, yes. Like, bro, you've got it. You've got to play it. There was a song on, like, I did a wedding a couple of months ago, and there was, um, I still forgot the name of the song, but it goes, dun, 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 dun. oh, I played that wrong too. Dun, the first dun, time dun, I played dun, it. Dun, 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 so uh, old time rock and roll. Yeah. So there was that song, and he was like, "Old Town Rock and Roll," and I was like, "I was like, which which one is that? Which one is that?" Because I've got like a chart up, I've got like my eye reel up, but it's not, it's not the song. It just mm-hmm. has the, and so like the guitar player is like, "Oh, I was like, ah, I got you, I got you." Yeah. So I would have messed that up. I, you know, it's that that's the that's the thing about being. Well, I mean, like I I think it's like certain mu- certain musical instruments. It's like, yo, you you. You can't mess that up. Yeah. You can mess up in the middle of a song, kind of, and like in like hide behind, you know, like the guitar player or whatever. Like if you don't know it, yeah. but like those exposed songs will will let you know. Yeah, They'll... playing parts is absolutely a skill. Man, got you. So you doing um but no, uh I was gonna I was gonna say something to the point of a lot of times, like yeah, of course the corporate stuff in 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 a way is kind of um transactional like depends on who you're playing with depends on who you're playing with if you have a good if you have a good group of people i was like oh yeah this is gonna i be, love my band so yeah. it's gonna be a great time yeah but well well this uh one band system that i work with here like they switch they swap out musicians mm-hmm. like they'll send people like to like there will be multiple weddings under the same name yeah uh, or like multiple events but like under the same company name so like i'll be with like one set of musicians this week and then like the next week, I'll be with somebody else. Sort of. Yeah, like ours was like a, a big overall company that had different bands underneath. Like but then that. we were, we, it was the same band every week. Oh, okay, gotcha. So our group, we were called Signature. And so we, they, and so pretty much you book as Signature, but we're under the umbrella of the bigger company, which was Wolfram Got you, yeah. got you. But no, I was going to say like a lot of times the gigs that don't like pay necessarily that great, like, but you go home and it's like, bro, that was so like, it was like, it's, it's musically fulfilling is what I, yeah. is what I say. It's like, man, I only got paid like 75 or like one or like, it, like you, you didn't get paid super, but, but man, like, you know, it's just like, like free and like, or like whoever you're playing with, like, yo, they were super on it and yeah. that sort of, in that sort of vibe. So, so yeah, bro. Um, when you were growing up, what kind of music? um were like your parents like playing in the house like what were what was like in your ears Hmm. a lot of stuff um yeah so like i said my dad was playing a lot of a lot of jazz standards a lot of big band stuff Mm -hmm. um and obviously we're listening to gospel shout out to like like fred hammond's hope my mother like loves fred hammond and commission so we were hearing all of that okay yeah um a lot of a lot of 90s stuff um a lot of R&B, I was just listening to Alicia Keys' album in the, in the gym earlier because that was something we grew up listening to. Mary Which Jane one? Um, uh, As I Am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Phenomenal project. Um, Kindred, Family Soul. My mother was, listens to like mm-hmm. Elder Barge and uh, like Loose Ends. Just like very, very... Got you. Okay. Kind yeah. of all over the place. Yeah, got um, you. And then obviously all the stuff that you hear growing up as a church kid too. So all that stuff is just automatically in you. But. Right. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. So um, 
what do you what what's in your ears like now what's like the the last few things that you've been listening the last listening? i yeah. let me look at my spotify mm -hmm. i'm in kind of an interesting space now because i find sometimes that sometimes i i feel like when you get to a certain point in your music you need yeah. to take a, a, a mental break mm -hmm. and like not listen to music that makes you think because our ears are on all the time bro i um, i get that i get mm -hmm. that i was just telling in the in the first episode i was just telling him like when you're like especially when you're like rehearsing for like a lot of stuff like at the same time it's just like i don't want to listen to a lot of times i don't even want to listen to music like i'll just listen no. to i'll just drive in silence is golden now. like like driving this or like i'll like listen to like a podcast or something like that i'm mm -hmm. like uh, just give me something uh because then like if you're trying to listen to something that you kind of have to pay attention to i'm like ah, i don't want to give it a disservice and not give it its full yeah. attention. But yeah, man. So what's been so what's so, um, so what you've been on lately? Whew. Renaissance by Beyonce is a hey, bro. Music. I I've I've never been a Beyonce person like that. Really? No. But then this album came out, and I, I've been stuck. I, I, mean, I like hear right. New, I hear new things about it every time. Um, Mantic by Ro James. Um, okay. I revisit Full Moon by Brandy every so often. That yeah. and B7 are my constant go-tos. Um, let's see. Dustin Conrad's last album, Satin, is a okay. then I'll repeat. Um, Michael Mayo's Bones. Okay. Um, you give me a lot of stuff to to check out because half of the stuff yeah. I haven't heard of. Yeah, Black Vintage by Black Odyssey, great project. Okay, all right. I just revisited the Pimple Butterfly not too long ago, so there we it go. kind of varies Pimple all over Butterfly the place. Butterfly is on my wall on on this wall. It's on. This I wall. have, uh, um, is it the Pimple Butterfly? No, it's what's the other one? What's the one before the Pimple Butterfly? Good kid, good kid, Matt City. Yeah, yeah. I have the record sitting in my yeah in yeah, my, yeah yeah. Do you feel like when you listen to music now, like? Is it hard to like switch from I'm listening to it as a musician versus I'm listening to it like as a fan of music? Oh no, the two coincide now. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm listening and I'm if, even if I'm a fan of the work, I'm listening to all oh, the vocals on the left side. Oh, oh man, because you're an engineer because you're an engineer too. Yeah. So, so you I'm, definitely I'm, like you like, you know, yeah, that's a good mix. No, yeah. I'm like, yeah. this is great. This is so well done. This low end is it. like that's automatically going through my head at all times, anyways. Um so I at least try to listen to stuff that I find enjoyable at the same time so that if I have to be ears on, at least it's also stuff that I really like. Got you. Got yeah. you. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. Cause sometimes I'm listening to it. Like my dad, like my dad who like sent me, like I didn't grow up in a musical family, but my dad is like a super like musical fanatic. Like he, like he'll ask me like intriguing questions about yeah like music and like especially like if we're watching a video he was like okay so so like to say like he's watching like a snarky puppy video he's like, so he's like michael lee he looked at him but what did that mean and then like he did this something so this does that sick mm -hmm. so like he'll ask sort of questions like that but like he'll send me especially so like he'll like send me stuff and he'll and like i like almost analyze it because especially because like i had to do a lot of that sort of stuff in school and he's like bro right. you breaking this stuff down ain't you i just you know i just yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily want to, but yeah, it's just sometimes. Sometimes it's, I wish I could like. It's nice to like just turn it off and just kind of like just watch, but it's kind of hard to like. Yeah, not. you can't. There's always going to be an element of analysis. Yeah, bro. I remember this one time, I was in the car with my mom, my brother, and my dad, and there was like a radio mix. It was some, some radio mix, but they, it was like, I forget which one came first, but it was um. The horn line from Uptown Funk, you up from Uptown Funk, like the end. Da -da 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 -da, and then it went into Jam by Michael Jackson. Oh, that's good. The Uptown, do -do 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 Jam. And I was like, I'm in the car freaking out. And I'm like, that's crazy. No, I didn't hear it in my head. That's why I was like, I was like, y'all didn't hear that. But like, Zach, hey, come relax. But ah, ah, y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it because yeah, it was. It was it was it was really perfect. I would never I would never forget. No, that, that sounds man. great. I just I never describing it. I'm like, ooh. I'll never <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that blend. But yeah, bro. What's the uh the first your first concert? It might have been a piano recital. When I oh, I mean like let, let me explain. But first concert oh. that you went to, that you like attended. Oh, first concert that I attended. 
I don't know, actually. It might have been my mentor's concert, but I'm thinking like first, like national, like I'm kind of thinking yeah, like national, like, like recording show. artist. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Huh. I know. I saw Xavier Omar in 2019. Okay. In Boston. Huh. I saw I saw Lucky Day this past year on his tour. Got you. So you weren't really like a big concert person like when no, you were like in I, high school. I'm stuff. thinking back. I'm like, no, I didn't go to a ton of concerts. Hmm. Got you. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm I, I don't think I went to a ton of shows actually. I try to encourage musicians. I'm like, bro, go see your favorite artist. Yeah. Concert. Definitely go do that. that you know, I went I, I went thing. to I went to school with Xavier Omar. Oh. I Xavier Xavier Omar, he used to be so like we so like I went to a, a private Christian school from mm-hmm. when I was five up until sixth grade. Mm-hmm. He went to that same school. Xavier is like five or six years older than me mm-hmm. but he went to that same school and he was in a and he had a music group he had a uh he had a christian hip-hop music group that's very that interesting. have you uh have you heard uh la no i know he was in a group but no he was in that, that that's the group that he was in mm-hmm. so anyway so all, he was spa- spazzy rocket this was before I, I don't know if he was spazzy rocket at this time spazzy rocket might have been in the middle or spazzy rocket or he might have started spazzy rocket when he did the thing but no, no, no. But like, but Spazzy Rock is still Xavier. But anyways. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like we all went to school together. And so like there would be special events at our school sometimes. Uh, so they they would perform at some stuff. There was some stuff that I would perform, especially when they found out that I could like, because I like when I could play, you know. Um. But Xavier's brother, Xavier Omar's brother, Jay Adams, he was the music minister at my church mm. and I took less like so like I was so I came up to him I was like well my mom my mom saw like the youth choir and she was like you could you could play that can't you and I was like huh and so like I went up to the minister and he said I was like hey what did what do I need to do to play in the youth choir and he started giving me lessons every Monday every that's Monday awesome. like after school so like yeah so that's the connection that yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Xavier in a minute good people though yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, definitely. Who would you want? Who would you want to go see in concert besides Miss Carter? I'm sure. Besides, <laughs> yeah, that. I do have to see that. Um, I'm mad at Miss Giveon's tour. I'm upset about that. The whole controversy with his vocal was hilarious. Um, oh yeah, I was like, oh man, because I was, I was watching this show. I was like, I, but I was like, you don't just, you don't, you don't just do that. No, like I was, I was like, I knew something was wrong. I was like, you don't yeah. just, you don't just. Yeah, oh, no. I felt bad because I knew it. It was just the they they moved the keys to his auto tune too early. Yeah, so, so it was supposed I'm, to be shifted for the next song. Yeah, That's so they shifted happening. them to the next key too early, so the notes literally bent. Man, so that the wrong key. Like it, he went from B to G. Like the the notes don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why it was throwing off, but nobody went to hear that. Oh um, yeah, of course. No one, no one. Well, it's it's crazy because like you know I follow like a lot of musicians and like all the musicians are like, no, like they had like it was the engineer's fault. It wasn't giving on like and then yeah, but nobody so, people didn't want to hear that. No, of course not. That's not that's not entertaining. No. Um, I met Giveon briefly because I mm-hmm. I played with Baby Rose for a little bit and it was mm-hmm. Snow Allegra, Baby Rose, and Giveon. Mm-hmm. So like I met him before he, you know, blew up. Nice guy. Yeah. But uh, yo, so um, that's so yeah, so Beyonce, Giveon. I think I I wonder if it's too late for this. I really want to see Israel Houghton live. Israel Houghton, yeah, that's a good one. Lord, you I are good was one of the first songs that I played at church. Israel, his music, it's mm-hmm. he's one of those artists that you listen to, like his live albums. Yeah, you listen to it and. You, it, it almost sends chills up my spine because I can only imagine what the atmosphere was when they recorded it. Yeah. Just because of how heavy it sounds in the recording. Yeah. Um, he hasn't released any music in a while, I don't think, or any like an album, but I'd love at some point to see him just in concert and just to be present for that. Yeah. Um, I saw, um, I went to go see Travis Green and mm. he brought Israel Hot Now and he did 
uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. Yes. So, um, that's a good that that's a good that's a good mix up. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else I would want to see. Chloe's coming this year, so I definitely would, I, I want I'm I'm definitely because I'm trying to jump into the commercial space more. I definitely am keeping more up to date with commercial artists, just seeing what's happening, just in terms of how the music's being made. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Chloe's coming up with an album, so I'm sure she's going to go on tour this year or next year. So that's probably another artist I'd like to see. Got you. So your main, so the the main, like your main sort of vibe, or like what you listen to a lot, like you you lean towards more of like the R and B, like kind of pop. Yeah, I'm space. leaning more that way. I definitely do have some other influ- influences, but right now, um, that's kind of where I'm trying to direct my focus. I get you, hey man, because those gigs are those gigs are fun and like that music is fun you know especially if you if it has like the integrity of it you know like it's it's not just like uh here's a four bar loop do it like if it's like really like thought out it's it's yeah it's really great so yeah bro i love it um so i want you to tell me what is the the best gig that you've had and what's the worst gig that you've had or the worst thing or the worst and best things to happen on a gig best gig i've had oh definitely canada um Mm -hmm. last summer i played i went berkeley sent us to this festival um it was like a forty thousand person festival which is crazy um they got a slot uh i played behind brandon harris Mm -hmm. um, phenomenal vocalist artist Mm -hmm. and we were like at the top of the festival um, and they gave us a slot and we had like a, it might've been a half hour slot. That was easily the most incredible gig to date, I think. Yeah, it was just really cool. And then for the rest of the week, we got VIP passes to go around. So I think it was more so that plus the atmosphere of I'm yeah. sitting backstage watching Black perform and then Black walks off stage and he hugs us. Or I'm sitting in front of the entire crowd watching Big Sean and he's like, Big Sean waves over. Yeah, or watching Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa had the most incredible set I've ever seen. Dua Lipa might have been the best concert I've ever seen. Actually, really, Dua Lipa, her set was phenomenal. Just the the stage lighting and just the way it all like worked together. Because she, she, uh, she had a she had a band and like they were running like the stems and all that sort of they stuff. They were running too. stems, but just stems. Was there a band? I don't know if there's a band, but just the set shifts and just the way that they turned that thing out it was incredible to me. I look at that sort of stuff and I'm like. I look at like the production and I look at like everything. I'm like, how much did this cost? No, absolutely. Like, I'm you, like, you're making a cool couple million to be up there and then production costs. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I, well, you know, like there's this whole like Ticketmaster controversy thing too, but like, yeah. um, and like the Live Nation thing. But like, I, cause like I, I have a list of like all the like Atlanta venues and the capacity. So I'm like, hmm, if the low number is this, like for the lowest, ticket costs and like the highest I'm like how much are they making but like I think like yo you've got to pay so many people yeah I tell like people. and I'm like that screen is big, mm-hmm. <laughs> that screen is big. The, it's lit so properly and whoever produced what's on the screen and then yeah like I'm not like a big big show person like I'll do it like every now like as as far as like production and stuff mm-hmm. like the biggest like Justin Bieber was a big show that I went to as far as production I saw Beyonce, I've seen Beyonce twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so production, those are super big. And those are um but yeah, but everyone's everyone's different. And I'm like, man, but still like wow, that like it's just like so much that goes that goes into it. Yeah. But I'm but yeah, that's but no, that's that's cool though, to be at a festival and like, you know, see all your artists and all that sort of yeah. that sort of vibe. So um, and then the worst what is, gig. Worst gig or like the worst thing to happen to you on a gig. Mm, I have two stories. All right, here we go. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this for anonymity. Um, mm-hmm. I was performing um, behind a group in front of colleges, um, or a college, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why, um, the, I was playing the song as I've always played, you know, in front of these people. Do you know what song this is? Yeah. What song is this? That's that's too incriminating. 
because it's, oh, it's it's specific. I it's can't. super specific. It's, it's like too behind, specific. It's yeah. like the artist's song or something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll we'll put it that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so, yeah. Let's not. Yeah. Let's so not. so yeah. So I'm performing. We're performing um in front of this college. And can you describe um, the the song though? Describe like get like gospel. the the vibe. Okay. So this is a gospel. gospel. This yeah, is a gospel, gospel gig. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, is it you by yourself or you? No. 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 We're I'm playing with said group of people. I'm saying like is that ensemble like, of people. Oh, I'm saying no. like is it like bass bass and drums too or like just you? No, and it was vocals? just me. It so just, just me. you and vocals. Yeah, right, it okay. was just giving them a taste of what we do for okay, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and I'm playing piano. This is important. Grand piano. No, no, I mean I'm playing like a keyboard, but I'm playing okay. a piano patch. The, the okay. Same old piano patch. Full concert grand is loaded on this motif, right? There we go. And so we're playing this song, and I guess maybe the choir didn't sound right or something, but the director all of a sudden just turns to me and then he's like yelling at me, put it on piano. Huh? And so for the second half of the song, he's like riding me, yelling at me in front of this choir, talking about put it on piano, put it on piano, and I don't know what he's saying. Um and embarrasses me in front of the choir. And I'm like, and then afterwards, um, immediately turns around and hold on. Sorry. Um, yeah. Immediately turns around and we, we, we come off after we finish this performance. He finishes yelling at me in the middle of them singing this gospel song for me playing piano, piano, the same yeah, way yeah. I've always played it. I didn't do anything wrong. Didn't have no so, strings or nothing. No, 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 there was no, no, course, no, no, nothing. no, no, it was, right it was full piano. <laughs> I storm off stage and not off stage, but I storm off and I like go. Cause I'm like, you're, you're, you're going to piss me off real bad. Right. And so now he's sitting with the directors. Oof, sorry. Um, he, whatever. Um, they. and I, I walk out cause it's time to leave. And he goes in front of the directors, tell your parents, I said, hello. Like shadily or like I don't it was it was almost like fronting in front of them like you didn't just embarrass me for doing nothing wrong and to see how I reacted. So now I have to keep it together in front of these people, in front of a in front of in front of a college. So after you just yelled at me for four minutes, like like I mean, and when I say you like rode me for for something that for for something that wasn't my fault. And I don't something know what, that like it and you it didn't was, even really and you didn't even really get to the root of like what the problem was. It was it's not like I was playing the song on a roads today or I was playing some wild patch that didn't make any sense. It was the piano patch. The piano patch. The first Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, did so did they tell you like specifically like what the problem was like afterwards? Nope. He moved on. He's cool. We're cool now. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, I mean, like, I, hey, I guess. We're... Yeah, but that was that was probably the craziest thing that's happened. Or I did a corporate gig this past summer, and we were thinking it was going to be a regular gig, and then the wedding planner ends up being the wedding planner from hell. Um, and she, mm. they don't communicate with the company, but she expected us to be there like two hours early for this gig, and which doesn't make any sense because we're coming from Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Um, so we get there and she's immediately rude and nasty to everybody. She rides us the whole gig on everything. Mm. Um, and so I play legitimately from 3.30 to 11 o'clock with one break. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no, 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 for sure. Because, oh, no. because, yeah. So we. There aren't even enough songs in the world to do that. So, so, but, so we have to do a cocktail hour and then do the regular gig. But then the couple claims, it was an older couple. They claim that they requested overtime. We don't have any okay. of this information. We get all this every week. It's an overtime gig, right? So mm -hmm. we give them an hour overtime, right? Mind you, the band only took one break. And then they say, oh, you only play for 40 minutes. We're not paying you the full hour. We end up getting paid, but the couple then turns around and does all that stuff. The valet was rude. It was the, it was the most wild event that I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's always a couple wild ones. I've, man, I'm, I'm telling you. Usually, I was... <sighs> Well, usually none of the communication for these sorts of gigs go straight to me when they're yeah. back because I'm not I'm not in charge of any of the corporate. Groups no, yet. yeah, like that's not my job. So, like I'm like up. so like every now and then like I'll hear something, but like it's just like I'm like you don't know what you want. You just mm -hmm. just just, just, just yeah, I I got but you. No. But that's a uh, but nah, that's 
that that's crazy but you don't have any well no those those are horror stories enough <laughs> those are horror stories enough yeah i don't have i'm like i'm like there have been a few times like i've gone up and like i didn't go to the right key like i went up a half step and it was supposed to be a whole step like you know um i did that on i want to dance with somebody one time oh I up, uh, yeah i went up this was a couple of years ago <laughs> yes i knew it went up but i uh nah i went up a i went up a half step and not a whole step and so i was like what are y'all doing? But I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell who. So like, I think some people were adjusting for me. Some people weren't. And so like, I was like, ah, nah, that was that was my fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I gotta save some stories because like this is only episode two. Yeah, but you I, know, you got other stuff to you know. Yeah, yeah, but but also this isn't this isn't about me. This is about the the other people I'm interviewing. But that's ah. Yeah. No. I. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I've had anyone like come to me like mad. That like I didn't do. Oh man, there was this one time I did a wedding, and like mm -hmm. I I was communicating directly to the the bride about it, but the like the planner came out to me and was like, "Why do you think you should charge this amount?" And I'm like, "Yo, we we discussed that three months ago." You so so they they hounded me, and I'm like, "Okay, that's not gonna happen." My rate is my rate. That's not gonna happen again. But this is before. This was before. Like I would like stand firm on that sort of stuff. And this was like mm -hmm. when I was like, yeah. And like I just wasn't there there yet. But I was like, yeah. ah. But it was a whole. That was a whole. That was a whole thing. A whole ordeal. Yeah, for sure. It was a whole thing. So yeah, you play a lot with this um, artist named Langston Hughes. <laughs> yeah. So tell me. So tell me about that. Your role in the group, like what the the style is, and like how you how you kind of kind of came about to doing doing that sort of thing. I, for podcast context, he's not related to Langston Hughes. Um, that's good to know. That's yeah, good to know. Because I, I was like, that's one. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. He's right. no relation to the Langston Hughes, the poet. Um, I met Langston in high school with said nonprofit I mentioned earlier, Fame. Yeah. Um, he went to a different high school than me. And I met him through their, their, they have, the program has a jazz band and a jazz ensemble. I started yeah. with their smaller jazz ensemble and we traveled and did a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I started working with him there. And then as Langston, who's a phenomenal sax player, mm -hmm. um, as he has blossomed, he kept calling me to do stuff. So since like, since my junior year, we've been able to really build this bond and this connection. Mm -hmm. Um that's actually really special like he's definitely um like like we get together and just stuff just gets done you know we, yeah because we work together now with this nonprofit on top of all the gigs and stuff too mm -hmm. um so just we've we've been able to do a lot of projects and things together just over time um i just saw him last night funny enough so mm -hmm. that's how that has come about i've served as a great many things i produced his first single um where from here which released in 2021 okay yeah i produced his first single um and yeah i've been his keys player we didn't have a bass player for the longest time so i was the one that was doing everything from walking bass and mm -hmm. backing everything and just kind of filling all the parts um to now he's moving in a direction of different he's trying out different groups of people but he has a trio um, yeah he has quartets and like quintets or whatever but I've moved now into definitely more soundscaping stuff with him. Um, okay. At least for the last couple of gigs, we did Blues Alley in December. And for the people at home, describe what that, you know. Oh, sorry. Blues thing. Alley in D.C. Um, no, no, no. I mean the, the soundscaping. Oh, thing. Soundscaping. Soundscaping thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, because I am more of a, I, I mean, I think I, I call myself a keys player just because that embodies more of playing parts and playing sounds that aren't just piano. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely do a lot more in terms of just pads and atmosphere and ambience and just setting all the ethereal extra stuff that might surround yeah. the song. Yeah. Um, that's definitely been the space that I've, I'm moving into now, um, depending on what the gig looks like. Should mm -hmm. you continue to call me, of course, because we don't assume gigs here. But yeah, yeah, that's what my my role has been lately. But, but again, that it changes from gig to gig, from project to project. I've we've we've recorded several things together. So, you know. It's yeah. just a relationship, a bond at this point. Got cool you, got yeah. you. Um, are you looking to put your own project out? For the people at home, Julian is also a great singer as well. Like, yeah, he plays keys, but he's also a 
a phenomenal singer. Hmm. So yeah. Um. No. No. I no. I think. I th- I think what I'm what I'm learning now is that when you're trying to pull all these different bags up at the same time, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot more. You you move a lot slower. Mm-hmm. Um. Whereas putting your effort into one thing at a time and kind of like growing different areas of one thing at a time, I think it it's it's less taxing that way. Yeah. Uh, and I think that ultimately my my biggest goal and my biggest what I, what brings me the most joy is helping other people bring their visions to life. You know. Got you. Um. So that's really what my big push is right now because you know having to hone in and like having to focus on what are you going to do. Mm-hmm. Um. Being so what I want to do is be that producer, be that person that you call to give you direction and give you insight, you know, um, maybe sit in with you in the studio, help you vocal arrange, help you production mm-hmm. arrange, you know, play for you if you so desire. But I, I think the I'm focusing in on the creative aspect of like seeing the vision, helping bring that vision to life. Um, I do my own stuff just for my sanity. Um, and from yeah. my own sense of expression, I think that's what's cool about like singing. Like I don't call right. myself a singer because, mm-hmm. you know, I leave that to the greats, but I do it as mm-hmm. a form of expression because there's no pressure. Like I, there's pressure on me to play keys. I take that. But mm-hmm. I think some of the other stuff is just that's from my own personal. So. Got you. So you so you have no desire of like this is Julian Wilson and this is like my band. Like that's, no, like that's not I, I, a thing for you. No, I mean, maybe if I, I'm, I don't, I'm not against taking a gig and performing, but I don't see myself now building a, building a base around my, myself as a performer or as a, as an artist. I don't, I don't necessarily see myself pursuing that in this current iteration of me. This is now. So gotcha. we'll see what happens. So like, Hey, well, so we'll check back in, in two years. And yeah. Place. I'm yeah. not going to, you know, limit anything, but, Right now, but as of like right now, that's like no. that's interesting. It's good to be because I I I understand like doing multiple types of things at one time is like a lot of work, and it's uh you know it's more of a skill set to either either just focus on a few things at once or like compartmentalize like right. okay this is this is your project this is your mm-hmm. project because when I'm kind of like when I have an idea like that's like the first thing on my mind and like that's what I. I'm like thinking of like the whole time and I'm like, ah, no, I can't do that. Cause I'm working on this. And so, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's like, a you whole can't sort of, really put yourself into it. It's a whole sort of thing. So like, no, I totally get that. And then other people can be like, all right, no, well, I'm gonna just do this for a little bit. And then like at this time of the day, I'm gonna do that. And like, you know, that's something that I definitely want to try to do because I think it's just like shifting, like, okay, what's the focus for right now? Yeah. It's gotta be like super, kind of you got to be organized to do that that sort of thing yeah. basically absolutely so like all right well i'm not thinking about the album i'm I'm thinking about or i'm not thinking about my album i'm thinking about your album your album not, which, is like, out, you know? which is on all streaming platforms you know yeah. An introduction baby appreciate it <laughs> but uh yeah man but that's uh that that's super cool that's super cool all right um top three national keyboard players national keyboard players well i guess i'm like well known mm-hmm I'm gonna throw Oscar in there, because Oscar Peterson. Shout out to Oscar okay. Peterson. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, these are kind of cliche, but Corey Henry. Corey Henry, let's let's Sean go. Martin. All right. And Sean Martin. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's a good list. That's a good list. No, no, no. Those are definitely. Sean and Corey are always in my. In my yeah. Top five. They just. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You you kind of just have to just. Yeah, it is what it is, bro. I mean, like, I get I it really get it. is I truly, man. I remember, it's, I think everyone remembers the first time they heard Lingus. I think I have a story about that. Oh, my go first, ahead, go ahead. My freshman year, well, so I, I learned about that song high school, but it's so funny going to Berkeley. I was sitting in the classroom one day, and then I guess the song came on, but there was a lot of people we were because you could sit in the classrooms after hours. I was sitting in a room, and there was a, a group of us just sitting in the room. And Lingus comes on, and then the, we get to the solo, and then everybody magically knows every line of the solo. So we're sitting there singing Corey Henry's solo. That's such a classroom. That's such a Berkeley such a, sort of deal. I'm like, ah, I, I was like, like I'm you just like, you're like, oh more. man, like y'all just heard it and transcribed it. That's that's such he a. Said, a <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. 
Oh, we sat there and sang the whole. It's like a six minute solo or something crazy. It's like it's, that. it's 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 a while, but I I I think you know, but like you know, I hope people know that like Corey Henry's not just this. There's a there's a there's a group no, of absolutely. people that there's a group there's oh a group gosh. of people that First think. Of all, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was like, there's a group of people that think that Corey is just wingus and like snarky stuff. I'm like, please. I found his alternate please. takes for that song. Absolutely, it's on the DVD. If you have the DVD, I don't know if you can see my wall. But the We Like It Here vinyl is on the, mm -hmm. it's up under Black Radio. But uh, yeah. Caleb Sean's Woo! solo was wild too on that. Bro, I saw, I saw Snarky Puppy at the Tabernacle mm -hmm. in 2016. This was the day after Culture Vulture came out. But they uh, ended the show. Caleb Sean and Justin Stanton were on keys on that show. Mm -hmm. Caleb Sean did a Lingus solo on Vocoder. You had to be there. But I also think I have a video. But you had to be there. Yeah. Mm. I've seen a couple clips. I'm like, you're you're just as crazy. Me? No, I'm talking about uh, Caleb. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Caleb, Caleb. Yeah. I was like, uh -huh. I was like, no, not me. Not me. No, Caleb, Caleb Sean. Caleb Sean. Oh my gosh. Caleb Sean McCampbell. He's Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. But uh yeah, bro. So top three keyboard players that you know. Next up. I know, like my friends and such. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. Like shout them, shout them out. Like top three, or like that, or that just aren't Corey Henry, Sean Martin level yet. But like top three keyboard players that you know, like that you can call or like that you can text them. Like, yo, this is my homie. But who's the top three keyboard players? Um, I'm gonna throw my mental in there because always and forever, Kim Jordan. Um, who? Kim Jordan. Okay. Um, my friend Lonel Johnson. I met him. For the first time last year, we've been mutuals for a while. He's from the DC area, but he's up in Philly. Um, he's I've been playing with him more with Langston, and he he makes me angry actually. To be completely honest, like I, we'll be on the gig, and I'm just listening to him, and it it makes me upset. Like you ever want to just like throw something at somebody in the middle there's, of the gig? There's a keyboard for comping. Option. Like you're the way. Why are you playing like that? Like there's there's like one cue. I will I'll tell you once it's done. But this mm -hmm. one person i grinds my gears yeah he makes but me I'll, I'll i'll tell you i'll tell you who it is once we're done but yeah um and oof, i have a lot of keyboard homies so this is like uh if you want to do five you can do five okay okay cool i'm gonna throw my friend damas zaramskas he's from lithuania okay um, met him at berkeley yeah, and he also makes me want to fight him all the yeah. time. Um, he's so humble. He's so so talented. Um, keys players, keys players, keys players. Um, my friend Jaden Graves. Okay, uh, he's from Memphis. I met him in Boston as well. Um, dang, I'm stuck on this fifth one. I don't want to. Who am I gonna? Who am I gonna throw number five? This is only going out to the world, so I know, least, right? If he didn't say your name, then I. <sighs> no, I you y'all know I love you. Um, you met Bobby, so we'll throw Bobby in as number five. Bobby is dope. That was the first time I met him. Like, yeah. like, cause I don't know, cause I didn't go to Berkeley or anything. But like, yeah, yeah I was like, they were playing Bobby with, Bobby Hall the the third third. Yeah, he, cause they were playing with a uh, Keon Harold. And it was the, yep. oh, who's the girl she played it in the Kyla on bass. Kyla, Kyla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was her. Christian was on drums, and it was in like some horn. I was like, yo, y'all are. Yeah, Chris Poe and Brandon Vovell, I think, were there. Yeah, so like just like the the feel that y'all have on this sort of stuff is like super dope. Okay, yeah. super group. You have. It can be in whatever context that you that you want. It could be a concert. It could be a private party. But you are making your own super group. Who's on keys, bass, guitar, drums? If you want to throw horns in there, cool. But lead vocals, at least those five. What super group are you creating? These can be people you know, preferably national musicians. But like, who who who's in your super group? I'm gonna use my platform to shout out the people I know. <laughs> All right, go cool. ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I'll do a mixed bag. Okay, all right. Um, 
Bryant Thomas. Okay. This on he's the second on drums. Okay. Bryant is we called him a chameleon last night. He is my go-to for everything. Mm-hmm. Um very easily the best drummer that I've ever ever worked with. Shout out to all my drummer friends. He Bryant always is going to be like in my back pocket, right? Yeah. Um a super band. I, I'm trying to think of a, a celebrity vocalist that I think I'm trying to think of like singers. And to be honest, it doesn't even need it. Last episode. You know my... who I really oh, I yeah, saw go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, Michael Kilgore. Okay. As a vocalist. I don't know if I'm not too I'm, I'm to not too familiar. We opened for him, and when I tell you that is a phenomenal. Oh, I'm trying to think. So Michael Kilgore on vocals. Is that your final answer? That's not my final answer. All right. It was it's it popped through my head. I'm trying to think of I don't be head ass with these answers. Can I I'm sorry. Can I I'll, I'll mute it. I'll mute okay, it. Okay, sorry. You you did better than the last episode. Okay. I, I was I, had to I, go. I, I, did, I, had I don't to, think I said anything so far. Okay. I had, to, I had to scrub. I had to Oh, okay. Yeah, there shouldn't be anything in there. <laughs> um Tag, my knowledge of people is is absolutely ridiculous. Um, on bass, yikes! I'm I'm fumbling on this question. Mm. My guy Micah, Micah Moffat is an incredible bassist. Okay. Um, he was on tour with Joe last year, I do believe. All the things you are, uh, all the things your man won't do. Um, Joe? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was on tour. With, I believe he was. I don't. I, I, I believe he was on tour with him last year. Yeah, him on bass, absolutely one thousand percent. Um, me on keys because of course, right? <laughs> Go um, ahead. No, man. <laughs> hey, that's a hey, that's a. Can super- I play in my own super group? No. Hey, I. That's a first, but also this is only the second episode. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm trying to think of what vocalist I want. Because I don't know what kind of gig this is. Bro, it can be whatever whatever sort I of know, deal I'm that you want. Think... Whatever sort of deal that you want. I'm stuck on this vocalist. Because I like I like really niche, not niche, but like really like weird voices. Like textured, voices with texture to them. Yeah. Um, Like... Tank is one of my favorite male singers because his voice is just so like aggressive and interesting. Yeah. But also like Alex Isley is one of my favorite female vocalists. Mm. Heard and she was great live. Um, but I'm trying to think of somebody who can really like, but then like people like Brayla who are crazy vocally. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck. We're gonna say Kenyon Dixon's my vocalist. Oh, okay. That's a good so we're gonna call it Kenyon Dixon. All right. Okay. Um Man. guitar. Josh Porter. He's a guitar player from Berkeley. Okay. Phenomenal guitarist. Did I hit everything? Keys, that... bass, guitar, vocal. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. And and then you said and, and then you said drums me. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then drums first. And then yeah, and you first. said, yeah. Man, that's a good group, bro. That's a good group. Okay, last last question, and, and we're out. Last question. Um, what do you want to bring light to, or what do you want to, or what do you want to say? This could be about anything. It could be about music. It could be about life. Like whatever. Just my final closing remarks to the, the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tweeted this. Be a word of encouragement. You know. Yeah, I tweeted whatever. this this morning. Um, be kind to yourself today, right? Um, that's a really cliche. I mean, it's cliche, uh, hey, but, but it works. It, it, but it, but it. I tweeted it this morning, and it was really something that I need to remind myself of today. 
Mm -hmm. um but just in general because i mean as i'm learning very quickly life is just very very short right um and just you know even in the midst of just everything that might be going on especially as a musician you know there's Mm. a big propensity is the word i want to use there's a big there's a there's a a yeah propensity to you know especially in in between seasons in between seasons of you know if you're in between the season of a lot happening or you're trying to figure it out there's you know it's easy to fall into mental spaces and to fall into just you know being heavy to yourself um and i think a big part of success is being kind to yourself even in moments that things are not going the way you want them to Mm -hmm. or if you're not feeling the best or even if you're doing you know well you know still being kind to yourself and being gentle to yourself and allowing yourself to experience the process of life and experience the process of whatever it is that you're you know trying to pursue even if it's not music whoever you know it could just be just in general whatever you're pursuing whether it's a law degree whether it's just trying to be the best parent or whatever you know allowing Mm -hmm. yourself to experience and just be in the process yeah um, makes taking life or or walking through life should i say um much easier so yeah just be kind to yourself today especially if you're not usually kind to yourself try it that's That's my my closing that's good that's good Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Major Keys Podcast. This is Julian Wilson, my may, maybe cousin, maybe brother. We'll see. You know, maybe we'll cousin, see. you know. We'll see. Know we'll see. Uh, we'll get a history after this. <laughs> uh, tell them your uh, your socials and anything that you might want the people to look out for. Yeah. um, You can find me everywhere at Julian W. Wilson. That's J-U-L-I-A-N-W-W-I-L-S-O-N. Two W's. Um, my website is julianwwilson.com. Um, yeah, just holler at me, follow me, see what's, see what's going on. I'm around. I'm trying to do some new things this year. So yeah. that's what's up. All right. Woo.